RNZ National Time for Tech Tuesday. Daniel Watson from Vertec IT Services joins us. I hope he joins us. I've heard rumours mm. that uh, he's horizontal at the moment, nursing a very sore body. Hi, Dan. I'm not quite horizontal, <laughs> but yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> The body has a way of letting you know that you're not as young as you used to yeah. be. Uh, where are yeah. you? Where are you hurting, and why? Well, um, oh, it's back from a seven-day volunteer firefighter recruit course, the basic training, as it were, for that. And there, there's a lot of duck walking, of rolling up hoses and um, mm-hmm. lifting heavy objects, and you know, wearing the breathing apparatus gear and all that kind of stuff. Tell you what, it's it's some of the hardest yards I've ever um, run when. Um, uh, on that course, and, and including all my time in the army as well, it was significantly physically and psychologically taxing, yeah. as it were. Mm. Um, and you saw a couple of things on this volunteer firefighters basic training course that made you think, "Oh, this could be um, could be useful to disseminate mm. more widely." Absolutely, there was a live fire demonstration that uh, we got to participate in, and there were some other videos that we got shown, which really impressed upon the fact that, you know, if there is a fire in your home, you do have seconds, not dozens of minutes. If there is an open flame in the corner of a room that's enclosed, it goes to flash over in as little as 90 seconds. I I think there was a great ad on telly. Yeah, I remember that. That was real time. And it's no joke. It really does happen that quickly. So a room which is mostly free from smoke uh, and flame goes to fully enveloped in about that time to the point where, you know, you, you know, there's seconds for you to get out. So that was, uh, it was quite horrendous considering, you know, I, I live um, uh, in a, a rural location. I know the time it takes for me to get to the local fire brigade and then the time that the fire brigade has got to get to, you know, a response in our location. Realistically, you know, if you've got an open flame in a house like that, by the time we get there, the house is is probably going to be fully developed and and um, engulfed in flame. Yeah, which is not awesome. Um, yeah, you've got some, I guess, tech yeah. tips or equipment tips today for how we can sort of stay ahead of the game with this. Okay, so the top of that list, you you need to be able to get out, right? So preserve your life and limb. Um, unfortunately, when you're unconscious, your nose doesn't work. You're never going to smell smoke. So those smoke alarms that you have in your house that you have a, have to change the batteries on every year, you know, and check them and make mm-hmm. sure they're working and that kind of stuff. I know personally, and I know, you know, plenty of people from talking from, they tend to go and get skipped as a, like, oh, yeah, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Because they tend to be on the roof, right? You know, you can actually get an electrician to wire them in permanently. I mean, it's not a huge job. You only yeah. need a couple you yeah. know, outside your bedrooms. But if you never have to think about it again and you know that it's going to be working when you need it, not just sitting there with a flat battery on it, that's going to be super awesome. So that's number one. Thank you. Secondly, when we went through doing the live fire, entering a burning building and having to lower the temperature and and, and actually put water on the flame, Mm. it's amazing how little water is required. So... You know, at the early stages of a fire, if you can remove that heat, problem solved. Mostly, you, you get to preserve both life and property. Yeah. So there are residential sprinkler systems that can be retrofitted to houses. Or if you're building a new house, I'd really seriously consider getting one and getting a quote to put one in. Because I, I see pricing out there from around $3,000, which is not super huge in the, in the overall big scheme of things. You, you're talking about sprinklers? 
yeah 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 like if you have a few of them essentially it you know like the total usage of water might only be 300 liters to completely douse a house versus when the fire is fully developed and you've got a complete burning hole the fire brigade is going to be turning up to make sure that the neighborhood doesn't catch fire or the forest next door doesn't catch fire that it doesn't lead to secondary buildings and and, and spread and then they're going to suck up tens of thousands of liters of water all right i don't know if you've known but it's a requirement now that um any new builds really you've got to put in forty-five thousand liters of um mm. uh, water storage mm-hmm. uh, which is quite a bit yeah so yeah, those those are the those are the top two things because if you've got those sorted, you're, you're probably covering off the the most serious things. But, yeah, and realistically, uh, maybe not a lot of people are going to call an electrician in to put in smoke alarms, but plenty of people might be renovating or building a house or otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, might have an electrician there anyway, and that's really not much once right once they're already at your house doing something. Yes, um, quite. yeah, definitely worth thinking about. Yeah, and they're not ugly. They're, they're actually um, they're some quite nice recess systems that are quite un- unobtrusive, less unobtrusive than a downlight, for example. <laughs> yeah. So when you think about it that way, and, and um, you know, because a lot of if you can stop the fire in one room and it doesn't spread throughout the house, smoke does a lot of the damage as well. But there was other things I wanted to talk about. I, I think everybody, you know, in the kitchen having a fire blanket because where are fires most likely to happen, you know, it's that frying up after a night on the um, turps. If you're doing a bit of deep frying that's a really easy place to start a fire and you can't put water on it. That will just spread all over the place. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't pick it up and try and take the fire outside by handle because then you might just drip burning oil all over the house. Right. And now you've got fire in three rooms. The simplest thing to do is, is use a, a fire blanket to smother the flame, take away the oxygen, and um, it'll go out on its own. Oh, that's good. Which yeah. be done with the wet tea towel. So those are quite good. And I think what quite a nice little activity to do with the kids is actually figure out, like work with them uh, to create an escape plan for the family. So, you know, if there is a fire and they hear the fire alarm going off, what do they do? You know, how are they going to get to a safe space? And, and they might need two ways out of the room. And you can just get a pad and paper and, and work this out. That way, every person in the family knows what to do because um, the most important thing is that you just get out, um, get down, get low, and get out as soon as you can and have a little meeting place to go to. Mm-hmm. Do you mm. think it's worth having a fire extinguisher? Yes, I do. Yes, because if you can quickly get to it and address a, a fire when it's in, in its uh, birth, then that'll be worth its weight in gold. There's other things that people should do too. You know, like They're kind of less obvious, right? You know, clothes dryers in winter especially, everybody's mm-hmm. chucking everything, all the washing through the dryer. How many people actually pull out the lint after every use? You know, the lint trap? <laughs> yeah. I'd like yeah, to think most people thing. would, but yeah, but it's, it's well, worth, not everybody worth does. reminding. I'm, yeah. pretty sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm the only person in the family that does it. it seems. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, being in Scouts, I use that as a, um, a firelighter for out in the bush because it's nice and dry and fibrous. Oh, wow. You mix it Fine. with a bit of Vaseline, it becomes an instant fire starter. <laughs> anyway, that's not the topic. Um, if I ever get lost in the bush, was... I hope you're with me, Dan. <laughs> Oh, you're welcome, mate. Uh, and the other thing is to check um, is like electric blankies, chuck them after five years. We'll mm-hmm. get them tested. Our family, we actually did have an electric blanket fire that was left on during the day, and we got home and it was just at the smoldering status. Ooh. So that there was a the mattress was mm, had a large 
burnt out charred oh, man, hole. Oh, man, that's and scary. it was right at the point where it was about to go woof. And that had been quite an old electric blanket. Uh, it's just one of those things. It's something that gets lots of use. It's been, you know, folded on and laying on and um, it get, they get worn down. They don't last forever. Great stuff. Dan Watson, heaps to think about there. Thank you very much for the reminder and I hope that uh, your muscles are back to normal sometime soon. Yeah, and also, guys, if you, you go out and check out your local fire brigade and, and see if they take volunteers, because the more people in the community that can that can help out, uh, then uh, the faster people get seen to. Most of our staff, well, a significant chunk is medical emergencies and that kind of stuff as well. So it's not all fires. It's not many cats up trees either. Though. Better work stories, eh? Thanks, Dan. Really appreciate yeah, mate, it. That's the thing. <laughs> Hurrah.